Audio version of Michael Leitman's blog. July 8, 2022. My new article on LinkedIn, at Highland Park, The Murderer Went for Jews. Four of the seven victims of the Highland Park mass shooting were Jewish, and probably many of the dozens who were injured. According to a JTA report, Although local authorities have not yet said whether they believe the shooter's motivation was anti-Semitic, a Highland Park Rabbi reported that the suspect, whom authorities said had pre-planned his attack for weeks, had previously visited a synagogue, his own. Moreover, Josef Shinowitz, the rabbi of the Highland Park Chabad, told the Orthodox news site Anash that he recognized the alleged shooter, who had been turned away from Chabad by its armed security guard during a Passover Seder this year. About half of Highland Park's residents are Jewish, this mass murder did not aim at random victims, the murderer went for Jews. I have said it more times than I can count, but no one seems to listen, the Jews in the US, are in danger, mortal danger. The danger is only increasing, and at some point, these warning signs will explode, as has always happened to the Jews throughout the bloody history of our people. Nothing will change that trajectory unless American Jews do what they must. They will suffer such excruciating torments that will force them to change their ways. Currently, if you speak with American Jews, they still feel on the top of the world. They feel entitled and superior. It is bound to hurt them. Pride is the bane that has always hurt the Jews, in the end. If American Jewry wants to avoid appearing in Simon Reudowitz's next edition of Israel, the ever-dying people, they must re-evaluate everything. First and foremost, they must realign themselves with the basic Jewish tenets of unity and solidarity. By unity, I am not referring to sympathy with Israel's enemies thereby displaying their aversion toward the state of Israel. What I mean is placing unity among Jews above all other values and establishing it among all factions, views, denominations, and opinions in our nation. Jewish unity is the cure for anti-Semitism the road to safety not because it makes Jews strong, but because it is the calling of our people to show the world that it is possible to unite without encroaching on people who think or feel differently, but simply by placing the value of unity above all other values. This is what the world expects from all Jews, whether or not it articulates it in explicit words. Our nation was born when our ancestors gave up their pride and united as one man with one heart. Since then, it has been our duty to repeat our ancestors' feet in every generation. When we succeed, we thrive. When we fail, we suffer. Currently, American Jews are failing miserably in the test of unity. Admittedly, Israelis are failing, too, but in this piece, I am referring to the situation in America. Either way, both communities will pay heavily for their division and will have to choose between unity and success or division and destruction. This, in fact, has been our choice throughout the generations. For more on the link between Jewish unity and anti-Semitism, read my publications The Jewish Choice, Unity or Anti-Semitism, Historical Facts on Anti-Semitism as a Reflection of Jewish Social Discord, and Like a Bundle of Reads, 
why unity and mutual guarantee are today's call of the hour. Michael Leitman, on Quora, can we live in a disease-free world? It is possible to live in a disease-free world on condition that we take care of human connections. Human connections, that is the attitudes we hold toward each other, our relationships, are the higher source of all good and bad that we experience in our lives. If we elevate human connections to a level of love others as yourself, reaching a common understanding of how to organize our lives in a way where we treat each other with love and mutual consideration, and enter into a common embrace, then we will experience no less than perfection in our lives. We would put an end to the hatred and division that stand in the way of such perfection, and diseases would also end in such a state. Based on the video Can We Live in a Disease-Free World? With Kabbalist Dr. Michael Leitman and Aaron Levi. Written, edited by students of Kabbalist Dr. Michael Leitman. The Key Point of Human Development Question what are the key points of the development of humanity, in which it has the opportunity to make some kind of choice? Answer, the main point is the search for one's own path, which started several thousand years ago by representatives of the nations of the world in ancient Babylon. As a result, they realized that all of nature is aimed at making humanity one. They partly accepted this condition, although they consisted of many different small nations. But one of the wise men of that time, Abraham, the son of Terah, the spiritual leader of the Babylonians, rebelled against his father and began to preach that the essence of the development of mankind is to unite so that all people become one nation. Since that time, a study called Kabbalah was created. It explains how we can unite together as a single nation. And although it has been going on since those ancient times, it still remains only an idea, a dream, a philosophy, nothing more. This idea has not yet begun to approach people, and they have not yet begun to adapt it in themselves. From Cab TV's Kabbalah Express June 24, 2022. What path of development will humanity choose? Question, can we call the current state of the world a reference point when humanity is close to choosing a new path of development? Answer, without a doubt. The wisdom of Kabbalah speaks about this. We are currently entering the last state of humanity, the so-called last generation. This state can be lengthy, including wars and all kinds of destruction but it can also be based on a peaceful development along the path upward. It depends on the people. The final social formation will consist of recognizing our egoism as evil and the ascent above it to connection, to coming closer together of all the nations around a common core, which is the principle of love your neighbor as yourself. From Cab TV's Kabbalah Express June 24, 2022. Our whole life is an escape from life. Question, a doctor writes to you. Recently I have been observing that young people are under extreme stress. The demand for antidepressants is growing rapidly. The familiar world is collapsing for them. 
they lose their jobs, a quiet, stable life, it is unclear what will happen tomorrow. I'm a doctor, and I see that we can't offer them anything other than medication. All different training sessions are ceasing to work. My question to you, dear Michael Leitman, where can they get a point of support? Where should they advance next? Answer, about 100 to 200 years ago people were not so disconnected from the earth, this is my house, these are my parents, and this is my village, town, or whatever. There is a friend of mine here whom I will marry, and my children will grow up here, and so on. In general, everything was obvious, clear, and simple. Basically, animal life. But it did not give a person such uncertainty, huge uncertainty in everything. Today, a person is inflated from the inside with questions about the universe, about life, about his own psychology and behavior. It's on a mental level. On a psychological level, he feels that the whole world is in some kind of incomprehensible state. The confusion is so internal for everyone, where to? What? Why? For what? Nothing is known. This is a time that forces us to understand the overall picture of the world, the system of the world. It didn't exist before. And today it does. What will we do? Until we know the whole picture of the world and figure it out in such a way as to connect with it, understand it, perhaps even manage it at least to some extent, nothing will happen. It's easy to forget and fall asleep. That's why many people run away to drugs and other things. Comment, that is, suppression by antidepressants. My response, even the suppression by work. I don't want to know anything. I have a house, a store, and a job. I go to the store from work, go home from the store, eat, go back to the computer, do something there, and go on vacation. Happy is the person who finds some hobby, builds something in the computer or physically. That's it. I don't want to know anything else. There is nothing else left. It will really be an escape from the prison of our world. This is such a natural antidepressant that many people use. Or they get into all sorts of beautiful or ugly hobbies. Nothing else can be offered to a person. And all this is escape absolutely everything. Up to the point that one goes for theft, for murder, goes for anything, sports, all this is just an escape. You name it. Great compositions, anything else, just an escape from the same question, why? When there is no answer, then any other answer, if I consider it important, saves me. Question, you said, why? Why do I live? Why all this? It is not worth asking this question. It will drive you completely insane. Answer, of course. It chases us, hits us, from behind every time until we come to our senses. This is what Balha Sulam writes in the preface to the book of Zohar. Question, should we stop and take this question on ourselves? Answer, we have to figure it out because it is not for nothing that it arises in every person and does not allow us to do anything else. Either we forget ourselves or do something, compile some herbarium, or we have to raise this issue and solve it. Question, will we ever dare to do this? It's already a little scary to ask the question, why? 
What for? Why? About everything. Answer, it is very good. Then every minute of a person's life will be filled with a higher meaning. Let's try. From Cab TV's News with Dr. Michael Laitman, March 28, 2022. Beyond Death. Comment. A quote from a letter, my son died. He was my light, my life, everything. It is me who did not treasure him, I know. I just do not know how to live now. But I do not have the strength to die either. My response, we must rise above life and death. This cruel and brief life that, in general, does not give us, anything. We must rise above it and understand that we all go through a certain circle, a cycle. And therefore, all our lives and deaths are included in one continuous movement. And the faster we go through the series of lives, the closer we are to the fact that we will be freed from this cycle and enter the absolute eternal life. Question, do you think that a mother who has lost her son will hear this? Answer, yes, she will. Because she is suffering and she will hear, only in this way and not another. We still need to gradually explain to people that there is no death, that these are cycles, transitions from one state to another. Question, suppose, her son disappears for her. Does he disappear? Answer, but she carried him in her and gave birth to him from inside herself. So it is hard for her. But in general, there is really nothing in this. The connection is purely spiritual. And our goal is only to rise above our animal body. There is nothing to be done anyway, and not only with her, but with everyone. With everyone. There is no connection between bodies. Bodies belong to the animal level, inanimate, vegetative, animal. And the human level is connected only through awareness. Question, is it possible to realize that he exists, as it were? continues to exist. Is it possible to reach such a state? Answer, of course. Because everything that exists goes through all these four stages, inanimate, vegetative, animate, and human. And therefore, despite the fact that a person disappears from our perception, from our sensations, because the corporeal world is given only in our sensations, and even this is a pure illusion, everything else is already given in awareness, in understanding, in adhesion, and so on. Question, so, in principle, only communication has changed? What they had physically is one thing, but now it has turned into something completely different. Answer, yes. Question, if possible, can you sum it all up? What kind of state is it desirable that she enter? Answer, to enter a state in which she feels a connection with her son through a spiritual state, spiritual adhesion, connection. Her spirit and his spirit. And nothing else. And in general, as if this world does not exist, it is all an illusion. Let this world be gone. You just have to imagine it this way. It is so easy, so good. Question, so you kind of rise above this life? Answer you dismiss it all together, this illusion does not exist. Question, what is the then? What is there for her if she rises from this world? Answer, feeling, the inner feeling of a person. This is what exists. Question, 
that she is connected to him? Answer, yes. This is the longing of the human heart. Nothing else. From Cab TV's News with Dr. Michael Laitman, April 4, 2022. Limited World Perception Question, does a person perceive only 1% of what surrounds us? Answer, even less than that. Imagine, there is an enormous number of waves around us, and of these waves, I perceive, say, only green waves. From all the huge radio, ultra, infra, and no matter what waves, I perceive only the part that passes to me through the green part of the spectrum. And that's it. Also our egoism, from the vast number of objects, states, connections and everything that happens outside of us, comprehends only the part that it can perceive. And it perceives only a small part. That is why, it is very difficult for us, if we approach serious microphenomena in physics and biology. We are faced with a condition where, based on this small part that enters our senses, we cannot understand and draw a conclusion about something completed, big. And the further we proceed, the more we will lack data, even conceptually, not to mention the fact that we simply do not see 99% of the world that surrounds us. As long as any researcher, be it a biochemist, physicist, researcher of human society or cosmos, no matter who, does not attune himself to a non-egoistic, independent of self-perception, and becomes an objective researcher, we will not perceive the rest of the vast part of nature that is in front of us, but is not comprehended by us. From Cab TV's close-up. Human Genome July 17, 2011. Hahnemann Effect. Comment. The memory effect of water has long been established in medical practice. 200 years ago, the German scientist Samuel Hahnemann developed a method of treatment, which he called homeopathy. By dissolving or diluting drugs in ever smaller concentrations in a neutral solution, Hahnemann discovered that not only did the effects remain, they were actually increased. My response. But this does not only apply to water because dilution can also be done in alcohol and in other liquids. The main thing is the dilution, which brings it to a number higher than the Avogadro number, a state when there is practically no atomic state of matter left and only some information remains. This information is introduced into the body and heals it. This is the principle on which homeopathy is based. All homeopathic remedies are built on the similarity of the property that exists in other living objects. From inanimate, vegetative, or animal nature, it is precisely internal information that is extracted, introduced into a sick organism, and helps to heal it. But this is not water. Water, like the Hahnemann effect, is a carrier of information. From Cab TV's close-up. The Secret of Life July 13, 2011 Michael Laitman, on Quora, what does Kabbalah offer the world? The wisdom of Kabbalah says very simply that the world is controlled by human nature, which is a will to receive for self-benefit alone. Unless we correct human nature, 
which means inverting it so that we acquire an aim to benefit others and nature, then the world will deteriorate up to the point where it will finish itself off in a world war. If we wish to be saved, then we have to correct human nature. There is no other way around it. We can correct human nature by attracting nature's positive force in addition to the negative force that comes to us, out of necessity, and which develops us. We balance these two forces, one opposite the other, and live peacefully in between. Nature's positive force is one of love, bestowal and mutual consideration. The evil inclination, the human ego, resides within us, but we should not deal with it. We only need to develop an opposite good inclination, and focus on drawing nature's positive force. Nature's positive force is omnipresent whereas the evil inclination is in our heart, it is human nature. It is behind everything negative and destructive in our lives, as it uses the entire world to its own benefit and it even enjoys hurting others. However, we also have a positive force within us. The difference between the two is that the evil force reveals itself involuntarily, whereas we need to derive the positive force from our own efforts. When we draw the positive force into our lives, we will then feel that we live in a good world. We will know how to use both positive and negative forces for the world's betterment. We will then reach a positive connection among everyone, a state of mutual help, where everything appears good and pleasant. We will feel nothing bad coming from anyone in life, and we will see that everyone becomes friendly to everyone else, and we also become included in that friendly atmosphere. What does that mean on a global scale? It means that instead of the evil that we currently witness between people and countries, we will instead discover only the positive force. On the flip side of the global risks that we see today are connection, love, warmth, mutuality and reciprocity qualities that will fill the world if we attract the positive force into our lives. We will then reach a state where everything that nature and we have created will act for our benefit, and we will find in no place any particular individual gaining at the expense of another. Based on the video What Does Kabbalah Offer the World? With Kabbalist Dr. Michael Leitman and Aaron Levi. Written, edited by students of Kabbalist Dr. Michael Leitman.